0: Hi, I'm Natalia. And I'm Ursula. Welcome to Talks in the Park, a podcast series that brings you closer to the topic of responsible consumption and production. In today's episode, we will discuss the problem of the fashion and beauty industry. We will focus mainly on the production of textiles and clothes, in particular what their impact on the environment and society is. First of all, we must admit that we uh, like to buy things, and buying things makes us happier, relaxed, and is generally one of the easiest activities to give yourself a quick shot of dopamine, isn't
1: it? Yes, unfortunately, the boundary between buying items that you really need and uncontrollable consumerism is not very clear for many people. Mass production has a huge impact here, as well as widespread advertisements everywhere, forcing us to buy new things. For instance, do you know that in 2014 Humanity bought 60% more clothes than in 2000?
0: Wow, <laughs> uh, those numbers are really terrifying. But let's consider now the environmental impact of the clothing industry. Uh, according to Selin Hanife Ayruk from Istanbul Technical Industry, one of the largest polluters in the world is the textile industry. At least 8,000 chemicals are used to manufacture raw materials into our clothing and linens. Uh, 7 of the top 15 pesticides used in non-organic cotton growing methods are considered as possible, likely, or known carcinogens. According to the World Health Organization, 20,000 deaths occur annually in developing countries from the poison in pesticides that are used in crops. Growing cotton alone uses about one quarter of the world's insecticides. And also referring to climate change, in 2015, textile industry produced 1.7 billion tons of carbon dioxide.
1: Okay, for now let's focus on eco-friendly ways of production, as it seems to be an important issue here. Selin Hennifan Ayuruk from Istanbul Technical University in the work greening of the textile and clothing industry says, and I quote, Today consumers are becoming more aware of the need to protect the environment and companies use these terms to promote their goods on services with eco-labels. Eco-friendly are terms used to refer to goods and services, laws, guidelines and policies claiming to inflict minimal or no harm on the environment. Clothing is an integral part of our lives and green or." environmental concerns have started to draw more and more attention in the textile and clothing sector and this is end of quote
0: this is nice but i see another problem here and i mean greenwashing Uh, this is a form of marketing spin in which green pr that i mean green values green marketing, are deceptively used to persuade the public that uh, an organization's products, aims and policies are environmentally friendly and therefore better. Do you know what I mean? That they appeal to the nature. And this is a very serious issue. Obviously, putting a flower on the product label doesn't necessarily mean that it's eco-friendly. In this case, a large dose of caution and knowledge is required from the consumer. that means from us, and we should know what pictograms are referring to green product. but. Let's be honest, most of us don't care about such thing while relaxing shopping. Have you ever met the case of greenwashing in your life?
1: Well, I'm not sure. Maybe not in fashion industry, but food labeling can be very misleading.
0: Anyway, the good thing is that nowadays the competitive environment forces industries to redesign their existing structures and today it is an obligation to be environmentally responsible in the textile and clothing industry.
1: That sounds very promising, but what's very interesting and, to be honest, a little bit sad as well, is that the reason of getting green, choosing organic cosmetics, etc., is rather egocentric. Lindsay Curry from Glasgow Caledonian University in the work on consumers' perception of green, why and how consumers use eco-fashion and green beauty products, says... Regarding the motivation of consumers, both for eco-fashion and green beauty co- products, the protection of the environment is not a priority. Participants' reason for being interested in or purchasing eco-fashion or green cosmetics were egocentric. First, several participants admitted purchasing organic uh, products to compensate for their misbehavior towards the environment. These products provide a license to sin a pleasant way to relieve the guilt of being a fault for not recycling or for wasting or purchasing non-environmentally friendly products. Second, a major motivation that these participants frequently addressed was the issue of health both for eco-fashion and eco-beauty products. Consumers were aware of the toxic elements contained in the clothes, in fibers such as cotton, in the tinting process, and in cosmetics that were afraid that these products might cause allergies or more serious health issues, especially among children. Finally, participants had specific motivations for the the wearing of eco-fashion such as self-expression or status display. For some of participants, purchasing green products was a new form of conspicuous consumption. Uh,
0: Actually, it sounds very pessimistic.
1: The good news seems to be that by 2025 all European Union countries are going to create a collection system for unwanted textiles. This recycling is designed to reduce the environmental impact of industry. I think this kind of groundwork will definitely not harm our planet and in fact could be very helpful.
0: On the other hand, the textile industry creates a lot of jobs for people from Asian countries such as India or China, even taking into account poor working conditions and low
1: It's a very controversial matter actually. You often hear that employees in factories producing cosmetics and clothes work in terrible conditions. Do you think that things are getting better for now?
0: We must bear in mind that considering the economic situation in poor countries, assessing this type of mass production is often difficult and it is influenced by many factors. Of course, unless we are not dealing with exploitation that exceeds the law, such as employing children. But there is some hope. Dr. Helen Govorek from Income Trend in the Work Social and Environmental Bill in the clothing industry. A case study of a fair trade retailer says that Ethnical sourcing of products has become a key issue in fashion retailing, spurred on by increasing consumer demand for product conditions which respect workers' rights. It seems that the right pressure from consumers can force companies to conduct uh, the right policy.
1: You're absolutely right. One step at a time can
0: change a lot. Okay, so my question is uh, if there are any ways to prevent this state of reality from the point of the consumer. Uh, For instance, we know such social movements like zero waste movement, which refers to a lifestyle where people aim to completely eliminate their trash output. Uh, This means no plastic, no wrappers, no garbage, uh, but also limiting the purchase of clothes and cosmetics or buying clothes in second hands, repairing something instead of throwing it out, uh, etc. Do you know someone involved in this movement? Or maybe you are the person who identifies yourself as a zero waste guy.
1: I would not call myself a perfect zero waste person, but it's a great opportunity to invite you all to listen to our next episodes in which we're going to talk about zero waste movement and a little bit more. Check our social media to stay up to date and thank you for today. Bye. Bye.